You are listening to sermons from the pulpit of the Bible Baptist Church in Marysville, California. We hope you will be blessed as you listen to another practical message. Uh, last week, as we started Revelation chapter 8, we are looking and we, we started here in chapter 8 with the seventh of the trumpets uh, that had uh, the, or the uh, seventh seal uh, being open. And then uh, we are... Uh, we looked at the first six verses, and it was dealing with, uh, with that uh, uh, first trumpet. So let's look at chapter 8, verse 1. It says, And when he had opened the seventh seal, there was silence in heaven for about the space of half an hour. So now we have the preparation uh, at the opening of those seven seals. Uh, now that seventh seal is opened, and now it's preparation uh, for the seven trumpets that will be sounding. Those seven trumpets are trumpets that are of judgment. And here, those first six verses that we dealt with last week, it dealt with the preparation that was going on in heaven uh, for uh, this next stage, and that's where we pick up in verse number seven to the end of the chapter, and we will find the actual punishments. So we had the preparation in heaven now we're going to have the punishment down here on earth. And you know, God has a plan. He's got a plan. And no matter how crazy our world can seem, God's got a plan. He is not caught off guard. I have been caught off guard many, many times. Our God has never been caught off guard. And He knows exactly what's going to transpire. He's already prepared for it, and so this has given us some insight uh, because we won't be here during this time. We're going to be in heaven, uh, and I'm thankful for that. Uh, the believers, we are not appointed unto wrath, and when we are looking at the tribulation, it is the time of Jacob's trouble. It is the wrath of God uh, being poured out, and so uh, tonight we're going to look at uh, this is uh, uh, Revelation. This is our 19th uh, lesson here uh, out of Revelation. Let's go ahead and have a word of prayer. And Father, we do pray that you would give us uh, just some insight as we open your word. I thank you, uh, Lord, just for our church family, the opportunity to be able to gather, to be able to communicate, to, uh, to instruct, to guide. Thank you for the opportunity, Lord, to, uh, to be amongst people that love you and want truth and uh, help us, Lord, as we uh, endeavor to continue to grow and learn. Help us to receive truth and give us insight. Now we look into this passage. We pray that you'd bless now as we do. Uh, each person uh, just sharpen our minds and help us to get some practical application from uh, the things that we're going to discuss. So I pray that you'd bless for Christ's sake. Amen. All right, so let's look at verse number uh, 7. Of Revelation chapter 8, we'll read down to the end of the chapter. The first angel sounded, and there followed hail and fire mingled with blood, and they were cast upon the earth, and the third part of the trees was burned up, and all the green grass was burned up. And the second angel sounded, as it were a great mountain burning with fire was cast into the sea, and a third part of the sea became blood. 
And the third part of the creatures that were in the sea and had life died. And the third part of the ships were destroyed. And the third angel sounded, and there fell a great star from heaven, burning as it were a lamp. And it fell upon the third part of the rivers and upon the fountains of water. And the name of the star is called Wormwood. And the third part of the waters became Wormwood. And many men died of the waters because they were made bitter. And a fourth angel sounded, and the third part of the sun was smitten, and the third part of the moon, and the third part of the stars, so as the third part of them was darkened, and the day shone not for a third part of it, and the night likewise. And I beheld and heard an angel flying through the midst of heaven, saying with a loud voice, Woe, woe, woe to the inhabitants of the earth by reason of the other voices of the trumpet of the three angels which are yet to sound. So here we have these first four angels that are going to sound. And when these four angels sound, they are sounding by the blowing of a trumpet. Uh, I remember when uh, I moved, my mom and dad moved us out of the city and we moved out to the country. And believe it or not, I used to play the cello. And I was a little guy, I think I was in third grade, playing the cello. Well, we moved out to the country, and they didn't have uh, orchestra, uh, and they didn't even have band until you were in sixth grade, fifth or sixth grade. Uh, but I remember uh, switching, and if I was going to pick an instrument, it was going to be the trumpet. And so uh, it was because I loved my Bible. No, had nothing to do with that. I just liked to make noise. And so uh, it was great when you're learning how to play the trumpet because the clarinets and the flutes and all those people were in front of you. Uh, trumpets were always in the back. And, man, we would blare uh, right into their ears. It was great. Uh, and so I don't know what the deal was with that. But, the, but we, would, we would sound. I had no idea how to make any uh, notes at first. Uh, but uh, after time, we were able to learn how to make the notes. Uh, but the, the reality was there was a sound that would come out. And you know what? These, these trumpets are going to sound, and when a trumpet sounds, you know something's going on. And here, God in heaven is, is using these trumpets, and they are sounding, and they are sounding and they are the, the embarkation uh, of events that are going to transpire. And, and they are starting points. Uh, they say that uh, in, in Israel uh, that they would have uh, the trumpets and they would move. And I've done some research and I've forgotten what, uh, what they would do. But there were certain trumpets and certain sounds that they would use to, to move the armies. Uh, they say that they would do that in wartime, uh, even in the Civil War, and they'd use a trumpet uh, to let people know what they were supposed to do. Uh, the bugler, uh, had, there were different sounds that they would, they would blow to let somebody know whether they were to go to the right, to the left, charge, whether they were supposed to retreat. Uh, a lot of instructions would go out based on that. And here, God is using this trumpet and they are giving sound, and at the giving of sound, there is an event that transpires. So let's look at these first four uh, trumpets that we see here in chapter number 8. Look at verse number 7. It said, The first angel sounded, and there followed hail and fire mingled with blood. And they were cast upon the earth, and the third part of the trees was burnt up, and all green grass 
was burnt up. Here we see the scorching with this, with what God is doing here and the destruction that's coming. You see first the, the hail, the frozen that's coming. That hail is coming and it's just going to, to smash all of, the, all of the crops, just the destruction. You know, I've never been in a hailstorm that is destructive, but I have seen videos of storm chasers and chasing a tornado and then hail coming down the size of golf balls and seeing their car just get completely destroyed because of golf ball sized hail. Now, here when God is sending it, I think this hail is going to be a hail beyond what we've ever seen. God is bringing judgment with each and every one of these. I've heard of people saying that they're uh, baseball si- have been baseball size hail. I can't even imagine that. But regardless, hail can destroy a crop without being so uh, so big in size. But here we see the, uh, the destruction that's going to come, uh, the punishment that's going to come uh, with the frozen, the hail, uh, which is going to come with the fire and the destructiveness of fire. You see, the, not just the fire, it says also the fluid, it's mingled with blood. And here, they were cast upon the earth, and the third part of the trees were burned up, and all the green grass was burned up. I was talking to Brother Steve Gonzalez. He's down, he's been in New Mexico in the fires, and now he's in Arizona in the fires, and he thinks at some point, maybe tomorrow, they're going to bring them back, uh, get a little bit of respite before they go back out on some other fires. Uh, But, you know, you, you see the destruction Uh, of that uh, 2021 here in California, we had recorded 8,835 fires. Just last year. You remember last year, all the smoke? It was unbelievable. We're just talking about California, not the whole world. There were 8,835 fires in uh, just in California. 2,568,948 acres were recorded to be burned. That's not the small fires that didn't even get picked up. And you, and you imagine here that that's just one state having that much, but it's still pretty green out. We can still look around and see green. We can still look around and there are still trees. There's a whole lot of them still. But here the entire earth is going to be impacted. And a third of the trees are going to be burned up. The destruction that's going to take place, all of the grass. Can you imagine? All the grass being burnt. This is, this, is not a, this is not an event that anybody would want to live through. 
And the reality is there are a lot that don't live through this because of the amount of blood. It was fire mingled with blood. Now, if all of the grass was burned, that means that all of the grass was touched by flame. And if it was fire mingled with blood, how many people can you imagine that have had to have lost their life? The Bible says the life of the flesh is in the blood. So for there to be blood, there had to be loss of life. So this is, this is a terrible thing. Uh, I, don't, I don't know about you if you've been around any slaughterhouses. If you have ever been around the slaughtering of an animal and the amount of blood, the stench of blood is unbelievable. There is a smell that you will never forget. And as soon as you start to get a whiff of it, it's like, oh, know what that is. And here, this is, this is the time where God's wrath is being poured out. God's judgment is being poured out. And, uh, and here we see just the, that trumpet. That's just the first trumpet that's being sounded. And that much destruction. Uh, look at verse number 8. And the second angel sounded, as it were a great mountain, burning with fire, was cast into the sea. And a third part of the sea became, what? Blood. It became blood. A third part of the sea. Have you ever been out on a boat or a ship and you could not see land? We used to go halibut fishing and we'd go 30 miles offshore. And when you're at the dock, a 65, fishing, 65 foot fishing boat seems like a pretty big boat. You hit about 11 miles out, and you almost can't see land. You hit 12 miles, and you no longer can see the horizon or the land. And all of a sudden now, you are looking out, and you see nothing but water. And that 65-foot fishing boat seems like a teacup. And the, just the rollers, not even a storm, just the regular waves and the rollers... All of a sudden you're down and you can see nothing but water and then you're back up and you can see the top of the water and then you're back down and you can just see waves on both sides of you. You know, when a third of the water becomes blood, so much death, so much destruction. So he goes on, he says, in the third part of the creatures which were in the sea and had life, died. So now that miracle, that judgment, that water turning to blood, is it the return of the judgment like uh, Pharaoh faced in Egypt? And God turned the water to blood. Uh, but here, now the third part of the sea was became blood, and the third part of the creatures were in the sea and had life, they died. And then a third part of the ship's were destroyed. 
what we find is just judgment, judgment, judgment. And there is no getting out of it. This isn't a time where I just throw a token, 1 John 1, 9, prayer, token prayer, well, Lord, you said you'd forgive me. That's too late. This is a time where God said, my, my wrath is coming. And these trumpets are sounding, and the effect of that judgment, uh, the third of the sea is turned to blood. The sea, a third of the sea, uh, the life in the sea are, are, are destroyed and they die. A third of the commerce, uh, those vessels, uh, they are destroyed. Uh, did they, were they destroyed because of the blood? I don't know. But blood is not like water. And here's just that destruction that happens. We see the third trumpet sounding. Look at verse number 10. And the third angel sounded, and there fell a great star from heaven, burning as it were a lamp. And it fell upon the third part of the rivers and upon the fountains of waters. And the name of the star is called Wormwood. And the third part of the waters became Wormwood. And many men died of the waters because they were made bitter. Now, uh, this description uh, of judgment, uh, we see this, uh, this, this uh, uh, star, that this great star from heaven that falls, and, uh, and it comes down, and it does not burn up, and the, wor the name of it, Wormwood, the very word uh, means bitterness, uh, and the waters there, those fresh waters, those springs, uh, now they are, uh, they are bitter. Uh, and that destruction that comes. In verse number 11, it says, And the name of the star is called Wormwood, and the third part of the waters became Wormwood, and many died of the waters because they were made bitter. That word bitter there is literally the word poison. And God said, A third of all the fresh water became poison. And the result of that was that many men died from the poison of the waters. Years ago, I was counseling a couple in my office, and we were sitting there, and uh, they had uh, come out of a, a lot of lot of drama, a lot of uh, baggage in their in their past, and trying to help this couple put their life back together, and. They had gotten saved, but uh, just just a lot of a uh, lot of rough stuff. And I'm sitting there counseling, and the man looks over at me. He says, "Pastor, she's trying to poison me." And I said, "Hmm." You know, there are a lot of things that you hear as a pastor, but that's not normally one of them. And uh, in my mind, I'm thinking, "Okay, yeah, sure, whatever." You know, maybe she's just not a good cook. And anyway, he says, no, he says, I, I know she's trying to poison me. And he says, I drink my, uh, out of my drink and uh, I taste my food. And there's a, there's a, there's a, a chemical taste and a chemical flavor to it. And, and so he's, he's describing it very, 
bluntly and very specifically. And he said, it tastes like liquid plumber smells. And I'm thinking, man. And I look over at her, and she looks back at me, and she says, Pastor, he's been so mean to me. <laughs> and I'm like, she just admitted to putting, and she did. She told me, yeah, I've been putting liquid plumber in his, in his food and in his drink. And she was trying to kill him. They're no longer here. <laughs> Real ministry is a lot crazier than reality TV. And so, but, you know, poison. God says that a third of the water will be poisoned. Can you imagine the fear for the people that are going to be alive during that time? Just, just stop and think with me. If you and I are saved, what about that brother? What about that sister? What about that friend that you've been friends for your whole life? What about that person that's a coworker? And we get saved and we're taken to heaven. While we are safe and protected, they're down here. You know, we're, God didn't give us revelation just so we could say, hmm, glad that's not me. You know, I, I, I look at Scripture, and, I, and as I study and I try to prepare for, for our people, if it is just information and there is no practical application, it doesn't help us. God didn't give us anything just so we could know. There is a, there's an application and we look at these, these, uh, these trumpets that are sounding and we see these, uh, the results of what's going on. A lost person that is, that is living during the tribulation period they will endure these judgments without hope. You know, we've got to tell them. We've got to tell them. Going back to the, uh, the abortion and standing for truth there, the reality is there's a whole lot of truth we need to communicate. And we need to communicate the truth of the gospel and it's not hatred. And it's not a terrible message. It's a wonderful message. It's a message of love. And that's what we need to be sharing uh, with people. And these, these trumpets are sounding. Let's look at the fourth trumpet real quickly. Uh, verse number 12. And the fourth angel sounded, and the third part of the sun was smitten, and the third part of the moon, and the third part of the stars so as the third part of them was darkened and the day shone not for a third part of it and the night likewise. And I beheld and heard, heard an angel flying through the midst of a heaven uh, saying with a loud voice, Whoa, whoa, whoa. 
Uh, so here we have uh, the darkness that is coming. Darkness. You know, a third part of the sun, a third part of the stars, a third part of the, the moon. A third part of all the light is now taken away. And I think about that and I can't help but think it's a greater part of believers, more than a third, that aren't being light. If we had a third of our church body out being witnesses, we'd make a lot more difference. If we were all being light, we would, we would make a huge difference. But when we have 5% or 10% of our church body communicating the gospel, being light, no wonder darkness is prevailing. And here a third part of the light becomes dark. Of that which was, was light is dark. We, we have got to recognize that we need to be light while we can be light. The Lord said that work for the night is coming. The night cometh when no man can work. And the day is coming when we're not going to have another opportunity to be light. We need to be light while we can. And Why? The end of verse 13 here, he said, uh, he said here, the angel was flying through the midst of heaven saying with a loud voice, woe, woe, woe to the inhabitants of the earth by reason of the other voices of the trumpet of the three angels which are yet to sound. And what do we find here? We find that it's just going to get worse. The next three trumpets the next three angels, what's going to be sounded? What judgment is going to be called upon, excuse me, the inhabitants of the earth is going to be worse than what we've already read. This is, this is a time where if you're not saved, you need to get saved. If you're saved, we, we need to we need to be a light. We need to tell everybody. We need to tell our family. We need to tell our friends. We need to tell our coworkers. We need to tell the people we come in contact to it with at the grocery store and the gas station. And uh, just, I even got, I was convicted about my tracks. I wasn't carrying tracks as much as I had been in the past. And uh, just uh, this week, stopping to get fuel. What a wonderful experience. I grabbed a track and went over and talked to the man that was pumping his gas and gave him an invitation and tried to, tried to get the gospel to him. We can't, we can't do everything, but we can do something. And we've got to be light while we have that opportunity. Father, I pray that you'd help us. Thank you for your goodness to us. And Lord, just the opportunity to be a child of God. What a wonderful uh, blessing that you have given to us. 
Uh, I'm so thankful that uh, there was a church. I'm so thankful that there was a pastor. I'm thankful that there were believers that were willing to communicate the gospel. And uh, Lord, I got saved because of that. And I pray that you would, you would help all of us, uh, Lord, just to recognize our responsibility, uh, our great opportunity to tell people about how good you are and how much you love this world. And so help us, Lord, as we are going through this journey of life this week, uh, help us to uh, tell other people about you. And so I pray that you just bless. For Christ's sake we pray. Amen. Thank you for listening. We hope you enjoyed our service. If you would like to hear more, visit our website at bbc4me.org. That's bbc, the number four, me.org. May God bless you.